Hey, y'all, I want you to check out Brooklyn Games. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklyn Games. It's like a monthly zine subscription. Each issue is chock full of imaginative, useful information you will use at your table. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklyn Games for a new issue in your mailbox or inbox every month. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined by our guest today, Micah Anderson, who is the author of Bastards. Welcome. Hey, are, it's me, Micah. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Ready, to, good to, <laughs> ready to talk about some bastards. Bastards. Oh, my. I usually try to keep it PG around here, but your game makes that difficult for me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so the period I, is important, too. It's a full stop after that. Excellent. There's. I, the one that we had, we had looked at it in one of our zine Thursdays a while back when we looked at a few other th- different uh, s- smaller modules that you had done it was a simple dungeon. And that's a dungeon for bastards. Can you tell us what bastards is and uh, give us an idea what to expect from the game? Uh, it's just like my version of old school role-playing games that you know i took rules from different things and made up different rules that i like to do basically just my experience of running games for the past you know five years or so and just figuring out what i like i just wrote it all down and then published it excellent now i'm i'm i want to talk about how, it, how like like get an idea of mechanic why do you have a new version of bastards out that's the pearlescent yes version? yeah i basically I just updated the graphic design for that. I fixed like one or two rules in the player facing stuff. And then everything else is just added to the back end for like GMs to, to work with. Nice. But uh, the main part of the game is where you, you roll a D 20 under uh, three stats, strength, dexterity, wisdom. You have a luck stat. That's basically your save. Just like you one stat roll under. It's really tough. Cause it's half of your highest stat. Oh no. <laughs> and then, uh, Every time you want to, you can, you know, you can spend it to do stuff, gain advantage, you reduce it by one. So then the next time you use it, it's harder to be lucky. You have HP, roll a D6, and that D6 is also your class. Like there's a random list. You just kind of get stuff like that. It's all pretty quick character generation just to get one out and get going. Now, I'm a huge fan of games you can roll up a character with quick and run it and just go on the fly. And that's what this kind of is. I'd say it's I'd put it in the vein of things that are out now, like the Black Hack, Knave and Cairn and stuff like that. You've definitely taken mm-hmm. and kind of done your own thing with that there. It's a good it, it's a decent little it looks to be a decent little game. I haven't had a chance to run it. But can you tell us about some of the other stuff? Because you've got quite a few things you've been cranking out. I'm curious to know. Uh, I've mainly been avoiding games lately. A couple of years ago, I made a, uh, I made a vow to myself that I wouldn't make another system. <laughs> I've just been focusing on adventures and, and modules and stuff like that. And, you know, I've gotten around that by saying like, oh, I'll just make a second edition of a game instead <laughs> of making a whole new one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, most recently, um, I did, uh, an adventure called Betrachian Swamps or the Betrachian Swamps. It's a hex crawl. It's uh, basically my ode to like Fever Swamp, 
Like I saw Luke yes. Gearing made Fever Swamp and I wanted to make my own. Uh, I talked to Nate Tremay about it. You know, he's, you know, he's from the swamp. So I wanted to get his input on it. Uh, we wrote this, this, this frog haunted marsh <laughs> together. Excellent. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. And then uh, also recently, I just rediscovered uh, an ancient module from 1992 written Ooh. by the late, great Terrence Walsh. Yeah. Well, for what? For, for D&D or for something else? Well, it says on the, the cover, it says for your favorite first edition of your favorite role playing game. So he was pretty <laughs> open ended about it. Excellent. Well, what was the, and what's the and, and tell me a little bit more about the module. I'm curious to know about this. Who put it out and what was the. Uh, so Terrence Walsh was a, a very secretive hermit man, you know, recluse from the, the 90s. We've recently discovered some more documents about him lately, and we're put, we're putting them up on a website, a blog called "Who Is Terrence Walsh?" You know, that's a, it's a Twitter hashtag and everything. Oh, he's 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 written all kinds of stuff. I've heard all I've heard about a, dun- a bunch of different uh, modules that he's written, but I haven't seen them myself. There's actually a jam going on right now called the Terrence Walsh Jam, hoping for people to uh, to see their own see see their own documents they've had molding away in attics and digitized and put them up. I am I I am unfamiliar with with Terrence Walsh. So you said who is Terrence Walsh? When does what are some of the other things Terrence Walsh has written? Oh, it's we're not sure yet. We're waiting for more to come to light. He <laughs> he wrote some he wrote some letters to Dragon Magazine back in the the nineties. Yeah, uh, apparently they didn't want him too much. Oh no, yeah. There's a, a lot of folks. I, I talk to a lot of people who are who have put out some great games, and they were writing they were writing letters and trying to get their stuff sent into Dragon Mag, and uh, a lot of them got rejected. Who have gone on to do great, wonderful games over the years. <laughs> That's definitely a thing that was going on. The beauty of it, is it now that we don't we don't really need TSR to put out games. We can right. do it, you can do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and discover all the great things. Allow me to break some kayfabe here, but Terrence Walsh isn't a real person. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's, you know, you know the uh, Alan Smithy pseudonym, right, in movies where yes. the director doesn't like it. Well, basically, that's Terrence Walsh in RPGs. <laughs> and the other day, I, I uh, you know, I found a copy of one of his things and put it up. <laughs> So now we're we're hoping that we can just get more people in on the bit, you know, the fun. It's just a funny joke. Like, so I will, you, we have to do a whole entire episode of trying to dig up and find out who some Terrence more Terrence Walsh, Walsh is. Yeah, who is Terrence Walsh? <laughs> yeah, who is he? We're trying to find out more about him. I've heard all kinds of conflicting stories. So what is the what is the Terrence Walsh uh, adventure that you found? Is that is that caves of e- that's the caves that's the of caves evil? of evil? Yeah, yeah. And and it's an old school crawler zine by inestimate. I I I don't know if I can pronounce inestimable. Am I pronouncing it? Yeah, the inestimable. I I can't even (laughs) pronounce it either. I've I've only seen it written. Sure. Um. Yeah, Terrence Walsh. He was a great man. Excellent, excellent. We'll have to keep our eyes and see what else we can find from Terrence Walsh. So. Uh huh. Where Where is it that you decided to put out your own? Well, your own home system essentially your own system and uh how'd you get started in in gaming and what led you to putting your own games out and 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 getting into it uh well back in college was right around the time 5e came out maybe a little bit before and one of my friends really wanted to get into it and he 
was talking about how, like, you know, if we all pitched in, he would go buy the books and he would run for us and everything. We were all excited for it. And then it just never happened. <laughs> I played a few times in college, not with him, but just in general. And I liked it. And I was like, well, I want to play, but I don't want to spend a hundred bucks on these books. So I tried to write my own system back in college and that was terrible. Nice. <laughs> and then over the years, I played a little bit more and more and more and found the, the, you know, the G plus era blogs. And I caught right. Like the literal tail end of that, like uh, the day afterwards it closed down, <laughs> but then I found all the blog spot stuff and started reading through that. And, you know, here I am. Your games themselves. What is it? Your what inspires your? What is it? What is the inspiration behind them? What kind of things are you trying to achieve with them and accomplish through bastards and the adventures you're putting out? So, what do you? What? What is it? Your kind of. I I don't think I'm trying to achieve anything. <laughs> I think I just like have an idea to write something and then put it down and then put it out and I'm like I hope people like this. <laughs> and it's and it's not even that I hope they buy it or you know spread the word about it or whatever i just want if someone who played it like dm me and they're like we had a really good time we uh you know the frog priests in the Betrakian swamps tried to give everybody poison toads to lick and we turned them all into squids or whatever. <laughs> like that'd be great that's like that's my goal you know is to hear people tell me what they did with the stuff well this the the format and the way that a simple dungeon is put together i appreciate i like the aesthetic of it a lot and it's not it's not the most in-depth big giant thick thing it is it is kind of written out differently than most adventures are could you tell a bit about what you were doing there and and what you were trying to trying to how you approached your laying this out and everything yeah, so the actual format is a little A6 booklet, and I I really like those. I think the first one I saw was, um, it's that spell booklet by Lost Pages. I'm not sure if I picked that one up. What was the name of that? Do you know? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. One, I think it was called Wonder and Wickedness. Yes, okay. yeah, that was it. I don't know if it's still being printed, but back in, back in uh, a couple of years ago, EF had it. And I picked up one there and it was very cool. It was just this little like three inch by four inch booklet. And I was like, you know, I could just put that in my pocket and take it with me. Like, I really, I, I think my style speaks to like the DM where, oh shit, I've got to run a game tonight. <laughs> I better go grab stuff. And it's like stuff that you can fit in your pockets, you know, and like run yeah. out the door with. And I think that's the thing with a simple dungeon is that you can just read it real quick. Like you just read the rooms as they are and like run them there. Uh, other bits of the layout that I, I, I chose to do was uh, really big margins so that you could write your own stuff in there. Yeah, there is, a, there is a, like, as a, someone who worked in design for many years, I have certain things that pop out to me that I really like. And I love, I love the design and the aesthetic of it. It is not, a lot of there are a few images through here it's not it's not image heavy but it definitely has a, has a wonderful layout and design it is pretty it's pretty nice i, I appreciate it so <laughs> did you do all the layout and design for these yourselves as well yeah yeah Excellent. yeah i i went to college uh, an art school for graphic design and illustration so oh yeah that definitely shows <laughs> that definitely shows that somebody knows, knew what they were doing when they laid this out I, and I think that it might be because it is it's got a very uh, minimalistic, simplistic uh, like element to it, which I think may kind of people might not always appreciate as mm -hmm. much. 
but as someone I, I worked as a designer uh, in illustration marketing for years and as someone that came from that background I really I appreciate it and I love it <laughs> it's a I'm a fan of what you've done there uh my old style when I first started off doing RPG stuff was very like art punk yeah uh, uh zines put together and then photo you know xeroxed in with all the little bits of paper and weird oh, yeah. fonts everywhere <laughs> and I, I really like that aesthetic still but like i don't know sometimes i just want to I, I moved into just doing like what i bet this would look cool like a novel you know like <laughs> if you just made yeah. it readable that would be good <laughs> well uh, and i like that old z i i appreciate the old zine style as you know that it's a was a Guy Voucher. Uh, mm-hmm. you familiar with Guy Voucher and who she was from the crash? Uh-uh. The crash. I'm gonna cult. have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look, her, look her up. Definitely have to look up Guy Voucher. I believe it was Guy Voucher who did all that. I, mean, I hope I'm not mis, 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 mistaking the person who did all the the uh, art there, but she did all of Crass's like like the logos and the art that became synonymous with that, that kind of defined that punk rock era that kind of bleeds over into info shops over right. the years. And that's my exposure to zines was like info shops and groups and places like that, where there'd be a lot of more social and political topic type things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'd run into poetry and stuff, but there wasn't a lot of game zines in that space. And a lot of those aesthetics was along that line. And I'd say that that Xerox punk rock style look there. So I got some appreciation for it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I love it. I, I don't dislike it at all. I just, uh, I've I kind of moved away from it in my no own, doubt. No doubt. my own, uh, my efforts. You, you can't stay there forever. You gotta, you gotta try stuff, out. especially as, as someone who's an artist or a creative, you know, that's, you may enjoy one thing, but it's time to move on. So what are you playing? Uh, I mainly play bastards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And like I said, there was no alter ulterior motive for me to try to put it out. I was just trying to codify what I liked, you know, and I figured <laughs> I might as well export the Google Doc homebrew stuff into something else. So uh, do you use bastards to run uh, existing modules from other folks as well? Yeah. Yeah. How does it work? when it comes to stats and everything, is it pretty easy to just take stats from stuff and use it with bastards? Do you any kind of conversions yourself? Uh, Well, it's probably easier because I wrote it, you know, I remember (laughs) how it all works, but you know, it's pretty simple. in the fact that like, say like weapon damage, you know, it's like a small weapon does a D six with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Heavy weapon does D six with advantage. And then a magic weapon just does two D six. And so, like, it's pretty easy when you see, like, you know, an AD&D module that's, like, a plus three flaming sword or whatever. It's like, well, that's just a magic weapon, so that does 2d6 damage. So it's pretty easy to, you know, go through it. You don't have to remember what a plus one flaming sword is versus a plus three poisoning sword or whatever, you know. And then the HD is the same. Uh, the, the hit dice is just a 1d6 for every level. So when you see a 3 HD ant in an AD&D thing, you know it's the same as a 3D, 3 HD ant in a Bastards thing, so. So just, you got three hit points, either which way it goes, that works well. It's easy to just go off that, that hit die. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been great getting a chance to talk to you. Could you tell the listeners where they can pick up your stuff, where they can get a copy of Bastards and some of your other games and adventures that you have out there? Yes, uh, you can find most of my, or yeah, mostly all of my stuff on Spearwitch, and then if you want 
even more stuff that Jared hasn't printed out yet, <laughs> you can check out my itch at micah-anderson.itch.io. Excellent, excellent. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>